Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Joining me today is Sean Finnegan on my right and Fran Mirabella on my left. And your right. And your right. If you're watching. That's why I said it like that. Uh, you can check out this show on Xbox One, PS4, iOS. There's notes over there on the wall that I have to read because usually Fran does this promotion. Really? Let's get into it. Today we're going to be show. talking about... Uh, we're going to be talking about Rise of Iron. We have been so busy Never heard of it. with E3 and everything going on. We haven't actually got to discuss what we think of it. We're going to get to that in a second. We're also going to talk about special events and their back. Thank goodness. And we're going to talk about uh, the multiplayer debacle that happened beforehand and how much of an impact that had on the community. And finally, if there's time, we're going to talk about a hypothetical future for Destiny 1. Let's get into Rise of Iron, everybody. Fran, are you excited? Is this <clears throat> is this what you were hoping for your whole life? Man, uh, well, so I'm it's really excited. Several, I'm really energetic several today. Weeks after um, the reveal, now, so you know, some of that has cooled off. You know, apologies, we've been so busy, haven't even had a chance to sit down right as a group to talk about it. But it's kind of good because we got to ask some questions. Mm-hmm. We interviewed, you know, Deeds twice. Um, you know, we had Scott on the show as well for um, Fireteam Chat at E3 and got some clarification. I'm stalling when I make a decision here. Um, yeah. No, I mean, look, it's $30 price point here in the U.S. Um, I think that's really interesting um, that it's like very much this is DLC. Don't, you know, get your hopes up too much. It's not going to be huge necessarily. PS4, could, XB1 only. That's right. It's moved only mm-hmm. to current gen, not old gen. Even Which is still, great in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, although we have not very figured bold. out what <clears throat> the benefits will be yet. Right, so they've mm-hmm. kind of hinted. Yes, it lets us do some things. More graphics, yeah, tighter. That's right, tighter graphics. Tighter graphics. <laughs> That's going to be on the box. Um, IGN.com. But anyway, I'm excited about the lore. I like Lord Saladin. I've always liked Iron Banner, actually. Um, so I'm curious to see, yeah, what they spin out of that. Which who knows is probably some weekly ritual that will come through. But in general, I like the lore. I like that the Plague Lands is this new place to visit with a new look. They did say they've tried really hard to keep it from being just, oh, it's just Earth and you've already been there a bunch and now this place is open. It's like actually infected and there's lava spewing out of certain areas, but it's a snow, you know, covered land. And, you know, we saw that with Felwinter's Peak as well. It's like actually some height to that thing. Uh, even if I still think that's just going to be like the opening strike mission like we saw with Phobos. And then, you know, you probably will, you know, not see a lot of that. But I uh, am getting off track. So I think it sounds great, but it's really, honestly, it's way too early to judge. I play Destiny um, a lot for the gear, uh, right? You're always chasing your longbow synthesis or that special, you know, exotic gun that you want. Like Black Spindle was awesome. The mission was awesome. Until we know that, I think it's just way too early to judge. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I'm excited. I mean, how with all the time we've spent with it, how could I not be? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the zero time. We've seen some screenshots. We've yeah. seen a trailer. John, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm super hyped. I mean, I I was actually surprised at how hyped I got just by viewing 
the trailer like mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. even you know the day before the trailer came out officially we had like that little the screenshot leak mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. that like yeah. announced xbox one ps4 and stuff wolves. and speculated on a date yeah and you know and it was Salad with the yeah. wolves even just that screenshot of him with his flaming hammer axe is axe. it a hammer it's, it's an, an axe, axe. Yeah. okay um in the screenshot it was unclear but like even that i was like it kind of sent shivers down my spine i was like oh that looks really cool you know mm-hmm. like i'm just interested in that mm-hmm. uh i think that so many of the destiny people out there who are hardcore into the game like there's it's like you said it's all progression based right you're always looking for new things to do and we really haven't had anything new to do in a while right and so just the fact that there is something on the horizon and it's going to be new and you haven't been able to do it before and there will be new weapons new quests new lands to explore new things to do that's super exciting to me and the thought of that makes me want to play destiny now and in fact like when that trailer popped i was like i'm gonna go play higher banner or whatever was the multiplayer thing at that moment like that was cool Yep. Got it. My turn. All yeah. right. This is I the kind <laughs> of content that Bungie needs to be doing. Stop putting stuff in the grimoire. Start bringing those stories into the game like you should have at launch. I mean, normally I like to be tentatively excited, but I feel like we're going to get a ton of more info about the Iron Lords. We know that we're going to be in the mausoleum setting and get to know more about that. We're going to go to Felwinter's Peak. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out more about Lord Saladin, expanding on one of the characters that we know from the Tower. Hopefully, they don't mess it up. We're going to get cutscenes, cinematic cutscenes, so it's going to be like Taken King. This is the kind of stuff I want to see more from Destiny. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show before, but like Taken King did this really, really well, right? And the price point suggests that it may be similar in terms of scope. Like Taken yeah. King was $40, right? They've so, also said it's going to be a big piece of content. Yeah, so if this is like if this is as big as Taken King or maybe slightly less, like $10 less, whatever that means, and you get, you know, let's call it, Six hours of questing, story-oriented gameplay, plus a whole bunch of new missions and a new, like, new dailies, new weapons, new quests to mm-hmm. do in this new area. Like, that'll be a lot of content, and that'll be, like, that'll be more than enough to get people re-engaged in this game. Because, like, I'm a hardcore fan, but I haven't been playing a lot lately. It's weird to bring up the word nostalgia, but they're kind of playing on that by bringing us back to the first area that we ever went to in Destiny. And, and the Galhorn. Yeah, and About the Galhorn, you know. Uh <laughs> I don't know. Well, that is, is one that thing. that mic drop moment in the end of the trailer? Yeah. I and know that was so cool. Yeah. Black mm-hmm. Galahorn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really neat that they're going to actually make, like, the world covered in snow. They did that with the tower with the Crimson mm. Days event and uh, the Halloween one. I can't remember the top of my head. Uh, speaking of Galahorn, though, real quick. But well, they're doing it in the world now is all lost. I wanted to say. Yes, that was it, Fran. And I love that they're doing that in the world. Pre-order about the bonus, though, right? It's a pre-order bonus, so if you pre-order it, you get both versions, so it's just like a skin. I hate that. Yeah. Gr- so if you want, it's true. If you want They're the Iron Galahorn. They're giving you a weapon. Right now, though. No, you still no, have no, to unlock you st- it. You do the same Just quest. like everybody else. From what we can tell, yeah. you go, I think maybe that's the Fell Winter's Peak thing. You go. What does pre-order bonus mean, then? You get what the Iron Galahorn. What's the bonus? Just the black one. You won't get the black one and be cool, uh, at least for a period assuming, of time. You still get the weapon. I'm assuming the yes. it drops so as Galahorn, and then either you have a skin option or you go to the tower and your other gun is also in the tower. Like, their delivery systems have been pretty consistent. So the so. point the, that's not the point I'm making, though. The point is that they're giving you a very valuable weapon as a pre-order bonus. No. No, you, you still have to it. do the mission. 
they're giving gets, you a skin for it. It is confusing, by the way. So, like, when they did the reveal, they're like, yo, there's going to be this weapon, uh, or sorry, this mission, and you're going to mm-hmm. get Gallahorn, and it's going to be back. And then later they were like, and so, you, you know, you, if you pre order, you can get your Iron Gallahorn. And it did become confusing for a second. And all they were really saying was, the mission's there, you'll get your Gallahorn. Everybody gets it, don't worry. But um, you can get the Iron Black one if you pre order. And so, as always, we do see. How long will that last? That might just be a temporary skin bonus, right? There might be a way to unlock that later. But, of mm-hmm. course, there's that balance of, like, well, I pre-ordered. You know, if you take that away from me later, is it yeah. going to make me mad? We don't need to get into that now. It really yeah, sucks so, for you, Sean. It's mm. only coming to PS4, all the Galahorn. Yeah, right, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's I not hate. happening this time. That's a joke because Sean hates uh, that sort of stuff. Yeah, console-exclusive yeah. stuff is I, nonsense. Yeah. I'm as excited as you guys are for new content. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. I feel like we're not tempering it with the like how it's how long this. I'm not last. tempering this time, Fran. I'm tired I, of tempering. I want to be excited about yeah, Destiny I, again. I'm gonna I be. Know. Don't bring me down, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to, but it's like, I mean, all we did after taking King was out is like I'm done with the raid, and mm-hmm. I thought the challenges were gonna be more. And like I again, I loved it. I loved all of that, and I I really got into Trials after you know I was already playing it pre taking King. But I you really play got into Trials that. like every, I play every weekend. weekend now. You well, love that's because I get carried. You love it. I love getting carried. I need to get lighthouse. carried, by the way. But no, Hit actually, you know Destin Allen on all platforms. It's not uh, the winning. It's actually just that fierce competition of 3v3. But anyway, yeah. um, I, I played a ton is the point. But yeah, I kind of got tired of the raid after a while. We talked about what was going to happen <clears> with <throat> the new Prison of Elders. Mm-hmm. I think we were right. About 30 days after, we were like, oh, whatever. You, know, you said even. longer. No, I, I said, said like a days. week. And then people yeah, yeah. like ate it up. It was like a week. And people were max light. Oh, yeah, that was for Max Light, but I'm saying how long we would engage with it. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is there needs to be enough content in Rise of Iron that's significant and spaced out in a way. Part of me wants to believe that this is a $30 price point because they've smartly been able to section the Mm -hmm. teams because there's a true, call it, April 2017 drop coming. That's that what I was going to say. actual like, mid-year release. If it's that, now we're on to something. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like, what, if any, do you think is the proximity for Rise of Iron versus Destiny 2? Announcement. What do you mean? Like, Oh, what Destiny 2 is next year. Announcement, yeah, like, we're I mean. not going like, to get it at Gamescom. E3, or, 2017. Yeah, yeah agree. So you think that in order to be worth it, Rise of Iron has to last... Eight months. No, they've said they're going to do the live updates similar to Crimson Days and Festival of the Lost. They're going to continue to support with those more, a little I think more that's frequently. Cool, but I mean, that's stopgap content, you know? Mm-hmm. So, wait, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Is exactly it is exactly what point. I'm driving at. How long, based on Taking King, does Rise, does of, Rise of, Iron of Iron need to kind of have like legs and what needs to happen? Rise of Iron will give us a good, solid two months of play, and then the hardcore will continue after that. So that's what happened no. last time, and like it actually. Taken King, man, there was so much content in Taken King. It's like I didn't finish some of that until a few months ago. You know, I was like all, say... getting all this. Well, <clears throat> some of it was really crappy, like the sword quest where you got to yeah. go oh, collect yeah, the minerals. Do don't do that again. Completionist just delete those from your I'm a hardcore save file Destiny right now, player, yeah. but I would say Taken King maybe gave me like six months total of gameplay. Yeah, like it was a lot before you've maxed everything, really, and. Th- I'm really happy that they're listening to us. We want those cinematic cutscenes. We want those story and also, pieces. And I'm, I'm super excited about that to like really enjoy the lore. Oh, me too. And think about this I think product. that's what Destiny is. When, when Destiny is at its strongest, I think that's what it is. You know. And didn't we run an article a while ago uh, about Activision's latest earning call where a lot of the internal people were very adamant about providing Bungie with more support to get that content out there? Because hmm. they recognized that the player fan base was very rabid and yeah. wants more content all the time. I was wondering I how well Destiny 
Destiny is doing viewership wise on like Twitch, it's still like the number ten game. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like it's huge. People still it's watch Destiny played, yeah. content. Yeah. But you know, going back to the point, they need okay, the support. Is my point. Taking King really was only yeah. It was about couple months of i think good activity but they had to remember when festival of the lost was hitting which was halloween we were feeling like yeah i kind of need something mm -hmm. are they gonna drop and it was a bunch of masks and stuff and it didn't feel like enough and then december came around right yeah and that's when srl dropped right and so people liked srl i don't, like I don't know why well we talked about it they just bring it. it's fun no i don't know why but, they haven't brought it back oh, let's yeah. not go off on srl yet yeah. so to finish the point actually you seem to be saying, you know what? You'd be happy if this drop was just like Taking King in terms of the amount Taking roughly King. of content. Taking King, saying. I basically marathoned for two straight days, yeah. not getting a lot of sleep to get through that story content. Right. You know, but, like but, now we can beat it very fast, right. like in a half a but, day or something like that. So I'm trying to translate though your expectation of this. Though, are you going to be totally happy and you do expect this release to be pretty much just like Taken King, hopefully with a few more cuts? They're going to give us a week to get our light up. They're going to drop that raid and then we're all going to be figuring out the raid, doing the race to race to beat that. And mm -hmm. then we're going to really dive into it and come up with strategies and refine, challenge refine, mode. refine until we like have the raid on lockdown. They could launch the raid with a challenge mode actually or week one is just they the raid, week two is challenge like, mode. <clears throat> How There's long, so much that they know that they can implement with this DLC. How long did it take you guys to get Taken King's raid on hard mode or even challenge mode like farmable? Long time. Yeah, like, it like took even us... today, I still have trouble with the final encounter. Sometimes. Yeah, I would say like maybe I'm bad at games though. So it took my group maybe like two months. Maybe mm -hmm. I can't, it's really hard to, to remember nail the these challenges. Things. You mean? To be able to get, yeah, like challenge mode, and I know challenge mode release it later, on the and crew hard you run mode. with, right? Right, but I almost yeah. always run with your, the same six or eight people, yeah. uh, rotating like in, uh, you know, six man out or whatever, but like depending on who's available. But yeah, like it took, and we're pretty hardcore about it, and we're all pretty good players, and it took us a pretty big chunk of time to get the hard mode raid farmable, like to right. the point where we don't even talk about it anymore. We just kind of shoot the shit and you know, play the game and we can kill Oryx mm -hmm. without any problem. Yeah. But again, I'm just trying to get a clear answer of didn't, didn't with Taken King, we all kind of felt like right around Festival of the Lost, like the hardcore players, by the way. That was like, like a it month was good. later. Festival of the Lost was only was month. Yeah. like, I don't know, man. What is I think this? that... No, Festival of the Lost was fun. You know, you collected all the masks. Yeah, all right. I don't like how they implemented the, the DLC. No, it was kind of like, Were you getting tired of Taken King... Or like, were Not you tired at, wanting more? Yeah, did you desire more content a month after the Taken King dropped? So, was was that how quick it was? See, that's what I can't so remember. So here's, like, here's was roughly it really what that quick. I'll, I'll walk you September, guys through. September, then yeah. October, yeah. Because it was Halloween. Yeah, it, it was about it two months. Came out mid September. Yeah. We uh, right, we did the raid, the hard raid. I forget exactly when it came out, but it was like two or three weeks after. Right, it wasn't too long. Right? With challenge mode? Maybe it was a month. But anyway, somewhere in there. So we got our challenge mode. We're cooking through that. Well, challenge um, mode came out later than hard mode. Hard mode definitely came oh, out right. later. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hard mode came out and then challenge mode. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, there was that period of time. But leading up to Festival of the Lost, I definitely remember. I was like, I feel like I want more. I was already burning through a lot. Quest-wise, we had gotten the Black Spindle if you were lucky enough. But it didn't mm -hmm. appear that often. In Sleeper Simulant, you could only get on you know, the 7th of the month. So if you wanted it, you know, there were some quests out there that you could go do. But my point is, we did the raids. We pretty much burned through that. Banner came around. But it was, honestly, in November, a lot of people were like, I could use some more content. All I'm really getting at with this, it was kind of a leading question, is like, 
What we really want is what happened with Crota's end, I, mm-hmm. I, I think. Maybe that's a little soon, like, but the expectation that they've set, like, granted, the first when Destiny first came out, it had mm-hmm. all these issues that need to be smoothed out. But from September to December, you pretty much hit Christmas, and you're like, man, I need another raid. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, let's cut, smash cut back to how we were talking in January of last year. And we were like, oh, they took away SRL and like, ah, there's just not enough content. And so, look, I'm not trying to bring us down. I'm just sort of, I'm saying I hope there's enough content in Rise of Iron that, I'm not trying to bring <laughs> us down, dude. I'm hoping there's enough content with, the, so going through the list, there's a new social <laughs> space. There's a, you know, Lord Saladin now is a new character that we've not heard a lot from. Mm-hmm. Um, they've learned a lot from the raid, so I hope that they can really stretch us through, call it early January, with some good drops, bringing back whatever SRL. The, with the live events. But like really good, significant events, you know? Mm-hmm. Like SRL was a more significant event, even if you didn't like it. Festival of the Lost was a bunch of masks. And, yeah, Festival of the um, Lost is nonsense, too. And I would like that to lead up to right around April or May <clears> next <throat> year. We need a second drop, just like, mm-hmm. or a big piece of Rise of Iron, let's call it. Because, like, if i got to wait a whole other year, we're going to be right back where we are today, which is we don't have a lot to do until Rise of Iron comes out. Good That's point. all I'm saying. Good point. For more Debbie Downer Destiny coverage, <laughs> you can follow Fran at Fran Mirabella on Twitter. <laughs> I am freaking pumped for this content. <laughs> I'm going to stay pumped. Uh, what are our reviews of our excitement Scream. level? I'm going to say 9 out of 10. You're 9 out of 10. Of course, yeah. I'm super excited about this content. Definitely. I just, that 1 out of 10 is just kind of like you bringing me down to a 9 out of 10. I know. Well, they kept you in a dark like, basement oh, for seven he's months. He's right. Take a kick. Did happen bad you stuff. You can see the door at the top of the stairs now, <laughs> Destin. You can, like, go upstairs. All right. Where are you at? Where are you at? Excitement level-wise. Well, just in general, excitement. I'm absolutely yeah. – uh, I'm, like, an 8 out of 10. And the reason yeah. I say that is – Because you're worried about – No, it's not Destiny it. 2. It's not a huge, massive mm-hmm. release. I mean, you got to leave room got to it. breathe. Sorry. I'm always the, the, the objective critic, let's call it. But I'm 8. I'm super excited. That's very high on the scale. 8 out of 10 on the internet? <laughs> That's, like, a zero. I didn't say 7.9. <laughs> I could have said 7.9. but no. Old joke. I would have been a rough Sean. One. Sean. Ten. Yeah. Very excited. So what right. would you say if it was a full Destiny 2 release? you got to reinvent. Ten. Why does it have to be? <laughs> can I be maximum level of excited for everything? Yeah. I think there's a lot of people you who side be. with you. Yeah. I Anytime Destiny just says, you're getting new stuff, I'm like, yes, ten out of ten excited. Yeah. Whether or not I stay that excited over the course of the duration of like when I'm playing, that remains to be seen. I was picturing all of the comments now. Like, F Fran, get him off the show. This guy sucks. I love this game. I play it all the time. I'm going to DestinyCon, by the way. Destiny yeah, we're is both as well. going. We're like super nerdy about the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I love it. Um, yeah, actually say honest. hi to us. You see us there. Just come up, introduce yourself, say yeah, hi. Please. Yeah, uh, I always love meeting Isn't people that, like, that like this Florida? show. It is, man. Yeah, it's it far away. Yeah, yeah it's when sure. is it? Uh, end of August. Yeah, hmm. it'll be hot and sweaty. Yeah, Ugh. it's gonna be great. So anyway, mm-hmm. we're excited about Rise of Iron. We definitely so are. Some of us more so than others. That's true. Eight out of which ten. Is fine. We're all excited though. <laughs> now, now it's it's my <laughs> turn to be a Debbie Downer. You're gonna segue in. This yeah, we're gonna segue, and I'm gonna be a Debbie Downer. Okay. Uh, Destiny's multiplayer uh, has not been great the last week. And that's been really sad for me because Iron Banner was canceled. Trials was almost canceled two weeks. They've gotten it fixed. Special events are back. Uh, Iron Banner is beginning June 28th uh, ends July 5th. So you got your long weekend to play mm-hmm. some Iron Banner. It actually works out nicely. Yeah, yeah Fran, you're going to hit up Trials. 
How, this seemed to have a pretty big impact on the community, though. People were really upset about this. Well, uh, it was that, and then also, it was the also the hunter. Yeah, like the hunter. They nerf. just you saw that they just nerfed hunters, like yes. out of like yeah. uh, well, trip mines don't stick anymore, and they're like, oh, hunters were used too much in Crucible because of trip mines. Well, trip mines are very good. They're Definitely. crazy good. They really are. Okay, not crazy good, though. They're was anyone whining about trip mines? Like, Fran doesn't like shoulder charge. Next thing you know, they're going to get, they're just going to delete okay. shoulder charge. So, but no one was whining about trip mines. Why don't you first start with yeah. how and why they okay, decided so, to do this? So that's the thing. The why is totally obscure. Like, no, obscure no they me. actually covered it recently. They no, said I'm it's talking because about hunters when... were used more than any other class in the Crucible because they were the default. All right, yeah, I'm just going to say it since you guys aren't. They provided a KD ratio as the hunter classes for Gunslinger and Blade Dancer, <clears throat> and they are way higher on those two classes than any other. And, and it was so definitely me, because of trip yeah, mines. not because of trip mines, though. <laughs> okay, but trip yeah. mines aside, so mm-hmm. I don't know the trip mine data. Mm-hmm. They got freaking killed by them all the time. <laughs> That's my data. That's your fault. And you get killed by shoulder charges all the time. (laughs) Be quiet for a second. But the point is, and I I get why this pisses people off, because you're like, this is my favorite character. That's why I play them. But the data shows that those two classes perform better than all the other classes. Just those two. They didn't do anything to um, Night Stalk. Night what? Night Stalker? Night Stalker. They didn't do anything to well, Night Stalker. that's because that class sucks. Okay, it doesn't <laughs> suck. It's more average. Also, they're because trying... the OP thing about that class is an evade, three shots. not a yeah. not something that would affect yeah. your right. killing Shakes. ability. My point is, look at it this way. It's been a year and a half, and it's performed at a very high level. It's been very powerful the classes. The Hunter, Blade mm-hmm. Dancer, and Gunslinger. Yeah. Um, they actually made Golden Gun more powerful, though, in this, by the way. And so... I'd love you guys' commentary on what the specific change is what bothers you. They so the didn't change the so stuff I, they should have. Blade Dancer needed to be changed. Gunslinger was fine. I, Trip Mines didn't need I, to be touched. On. I just want to say I agree yeah. with using data to make that graph a little more even that the classes are more competitive with each other. Because mm-hmm. the data uh, says otherwise. What did they do to Gunslinger? Or not Gunslinger, Blade Dancer. Uh, I have to go through the exact. It's like how they changed a lot of stuff with the classes. Let's pull it up. All right, all right. We'll pull it up. But Sean, your thoughts? Yeah. So I don't know the specifics on the blade danger change. That's one of the cla- like that's the subclass of hunter I never play. Yeah, I play like, Warlock. I don't, I don't think. Well, that's the one where you get the most kills every time you pop your super though, because you hit it and you regen health. Kind of, I mean, yeah. If you're pubbing, like if you're mm-hmm. in Crucible, like if you're not, in, 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 no one uses blade dancer in trials because the moment you hear that's it, not true. everyone just run. Okay, maybe on PS4. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Everyone runs away. Yeah. Like you just you hear it, and everyone on the mics goes, uh, "Blade Dancer, run!" And everyone just scrambles, and mm-hmm. that guy never gets any kills. Like I, if anyone has ever specced Blade Dancer, I laugh at them because I think they're in trials. In, oh, trials, in trials, in trials yeah. specifically. I, I play with yeah, Click It uh, plays as that class all the time. What do you got? If you oh, jump in, shoulder it, charge is still in there, by the way. Yeah. If you jump in at the right place, Blade Dancer is still pretty deadly. But they changed, remember, the swipes, the distance of where it strikes. Uh, they actually improved that. Um, that was, I yeah. think, even prior to this update. So I'm sure. Brad's bringing up the data. The point I was just trying to make is that people were really unhappy about the adjustment. To I am unhappy. I still uh, am unhappy. It, seems, like, it also seems super strange to me that they, they messed with trip mines. I still don't really get why they yeah, so that's that to, to Fran's point, let's say that the data does suggest that one class is consistently stronger than another. That's fine in order to balance that. Mm-hmm. But how you balance that is just as important as recognizing that the data is skewed in one direction or the other. Yeah. They nerfed trip mine, something that literally no one in the world was complaining about. 
Like I would have if you gave me a chance. Of course. <laughs> there's like so what they did change to trip mines is overall damage is decreased and it doesn't stick anyone anymore. Now I can kinda wrap my head around the idea that uh Bungie thought at some point, okay, listen, people are sticking each other with trip mines. They're supposed to be used as a trapping mechanism and not like an offensive ability. So yeah. let's take away the ability to stick. A year but and six months later. damage, you have the choice to run a class that has high armor so that you don't get one shot by okay, trip mines. They, they brought down 3%, by the way. Which so, is enough to make it not one shot with stick the extra to people. armor boost. Nah, that's sort of the point, though. It was and it, it doesn't, doesn't stick to people, and it glows a giant red light. That's the other so thing. So it like, doesn't if, function if in the way they're intending. If their mentality was, okay, well, we want you to use it more like a trap and less like an offensive ability, then why have this glowing thing that telegraphs it all the way to the... To the so, dreadnought. To the like, wizards okay, on the moon. standing on the dreadnought. You could see that trip mine. If you die to a trip mine because you didn't know it was there, you deserve to die to the trip mine. There's a always, wizard on the moon hanging out with Peter Dinklage. Yeah. It always goes. <laughs> I can see that trip That's mine. That's not what was changed. Anyway, by the way, I'm not saying that they got all the balance right. And I don't play as a hunter. So I think everybody out there, like, I play as a warlock a ton. You play as a titan a bunch. So all you're right? saying is Bungie got it all wrong. You play hunter and titan. Yeah. You play what? Everything. You play everything. Yeah. So... I prefer with Hunter the, and Titan. Have you noticed something with the changes yet that you specifically hate? Yeah. Everything. I get a lot so less trip, trip mine kills. So you're just not getting the trip mine kills. Okay. Mm. And yeah, what they changed with that was, yeah, no longer attaches to targets. We've we've said that. It arms really on weird. impact, then bounces, and then attaches to the terrain. And so it's not just in sticks. It does bounce, which is really an interesting, a weird effect, by the way. A weird so it's harder decision. to place than it already is. So basically, yeah, if you want to place so it on the wall, dumb. you got to bounce it off the ground and hit it on the wall. I get. I haven't played as yeah. that class, but that's you know what the oh, what indicates. So such so they brought <laughs> such terrible decisions. I know they brought that Sorry. down. And but by the way, the swarm grenades, I they were absolutely too powerful. They brought those down. Um, our increased. Our, actually, no, I'm sorry. They increased the arming radius. By a half a meter. Who's the um, one person who made this decision? Tweet at Destin Legary, and we're going to argue on Twitter. Oh well, it was what's his name from the Sandbox team? Um, he's, just, <laughs> he's in the update. He actually. Well, oh, he's going to get it. Exactly. Why don't we actually read? <laughs> hey, I don't appreciate your trip mine update. <laughs> Let's let Bungie defend itself. So um, here's what. Oh, he was probably okay. really nice <laughs> and explained himself. Actually, it really is just a, <sighs> typical. It's, it's what I went over before. So Grant McKay, who's the Sandbox designer, Grant. Uh, responded to this. He says, when one class becomes the default choice for anyone who wants to do well in the Crucible, we see that as a problem. We choose to bring the hunters, we chose to bring the hunters down from their position of dominance because it is our hope that every variety of guardian will have a fighting chance. We've seen the common suggestion that we could just add more power to the less successful classes. Our concern is that this would eventually make the game too lethal and chaotic overall. We want you to feel powerful when playing Destiny. At the same time, we want to make sure that you still have the time you need to react and make tactical decisions when you're engaged in combat. I think we, we heard some of these That's same things. That's all nonsense. It's not nonsense. The intention is right. I agree with it. Instead of just I bringing, understand his philosophy, yeah. no, Grant. Disagree. He's kind of been doing made this, this a long point time. well. That's all like that's all <laughs> PR speak for trying to balance a game around casuals. He's like, not a PR dude. He's a sandbox designer, so you can't use that argument. That's not true. People who st- you know just as well as I do that anyone who speaks publicly for any developer or publisher shredded, yeah, is PR yeah, trained. Yeah, yes, okay. The thing yeah. is, here's the like I I hate this right when they nerf like in competitive games like StarCraft or WarCraft, mm-hmm. you don't balance. Uh, based on large sets of data because large sets of the data are created by people who suck at the game. Like, you don't nerf trip mines because 
your noobs who keep getting killed by trip mines complain that they're overpowered, right? If the best people of the game are still like you take the top ten percent of players but and you, you look at but the you kill know distribution. That they didn't, by the way, you're making assumptions. He they just presented say specifically yeah. how the data was the sourced. player class. Okay, but we really assume that if they're balancing, the that is a really good point, though, Sean. They should have picked from like people at a certain level of play. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Is like you don't. I don't know. You do, if you want the game to be like, competitive, yeah, if you're a you noob, don't balance you get it around by shoulder charges all the time. Yeah, or you know, <laughs> grenades that telegraph their presence to you over a wide range of like. <laughs> yeah, that's that, the thing. Is like not the case. I you, should. I shoot trip mines out of the air, like at a higher yeah, level of play. How? You know how to deal with them. Oh, there's a trip mine. Bang, shoot it's it. gone. Yeah, like or, I'm oh, always asking. He has a trip mine. Like I know I'm going to get stuck with that. But every class has a grenade they can stick you with. You just adjust your play style to. It's mind boggling to me yeah. that of the grenades that they decided to nerf, they decided to nerf trip mine before skip grenade. Skip mm-hmm. grenade is so op. Do you know how far those things follow you? Like, literally, I've run from oh, one side of the map to the other, crazy. and they're still yeah, chasing yeah. me. I agree mm-hmm. with that, by the way. Like, Those are so... There's going to be a new meta in grenade gameplay. Which is fine. I'm all for the meta shifting and stuff, but the reason for it needs to be, at least to me, rational and logical, which is that I didn't. no one was complaining that trip mines were overpowered, right? Why? Because you could spec to avoid getting one-shot by them. Two, they already telegraphed their presence to you. And three, they're kind of difficult to place. And now they're even more difficult to place with this random bounce, which I can't wrap my head around why they would implement that, implement that at all. The point is, they seem to be making balanced choices to cater to groups of people who just want the game to be easier for them to play, which is bad for competition. Bad Grant. for skill caps. Bad for a high skill ceiling. Grant, tweet at shop by Finnegan and tell him why he's wrong and well, then I we mean, can discuss talking, on the next episode. You're talking to a Halo player which is like uh-huh. I like the game like a Halo player and a Counter-Strike player like any multiplayer person who jumps into Counter-Strike for the first time and tries to do what they do in other games gets wrecked because it has a really high skill ceiling and it's very difficult to master. That's what I want Destiny to be like. It should be hard to be really good at and mm-hmm. they're making design decisions based on not that which I think is kind of dumb. Fran, if you have any final point, uh, we're going to wrap it up very soon, yeah, I, and we're not going to get to our fun topic. We'll save it for another right. episode. Yeah, I do just want to be clear, right, is that I'm not saying all the right choices were made. I'm actually, you know, since I don't really play that class, it's still on my list of to-dos. But you guys are hating it, but you haven't given it a ton of time yet, right? No, I've mean, given it a lot of time. Uh, what, yeah, whatever. I you seem confused so. by the bounce and blah, blah, blah. Like, meaning there's all these little changes. I'm just saying that you got to get used to, mm-hmm. that everybody does. You're right, there's new metas, play trials this weekend, see how it goes. Um, I'll skip grenades. My point is that, yes, maybe they made some terrible decisions. I'm not saying they didn't. I'm just saying, respectfully, I understand. Looking at that data, it just annoys me to look at that data, where it's like, you know, I feel that. I ki- killed so much with the Blade Dancing Gunslinger classes, and honestly, trip mines annoyed me. Again, I'm not saying they made the right choices, but I can see why. And so, like, they nerfed firebolts, by the way, uh, and I good. use that all the time. Yeah, good. When, when? But guess what? The data Recently? doesn't... Yeah. With oh, this, that was enough. Okay, that's good. Wait, they is did. Firebolt Grenade the one that, like, Firebolt's the one that sparks yeah. on yeah. you. So it, it, the distance that it hits you. So, yeah, I could go on. The one that everybody spec for after that Warlock update. And, and then yeah. they're like, okay, yeah, well, that was a mistake. Yeah. And they also <laughs> changed the way of the burn. And so now it actually behaves more like, um, what's the one with Titan, where uh, when you light him up with a molten... Um, What's it called? But when you hit him with incineration grenade, yeah, uh, incineration. No, no, no. It's when you do the flame shield. No, what are you <laughs> talking sound like about? an idiot now. You melee someone or whatever, and flame shield. It lights them up. No, with a titan, and oh. it adds more damage uh, after that when they're getting hit. Anyway, that's what they changed with, um, you know, the whole like class. Stoke the forge. Warlocks. 
It's not no, Golgoth. that's the just, one that refreshes. I used to anyway, always use it on Golgoth. Anyway, the Titan guy. long story short. You punch him and they, they burn. They've changed Warlocks. Melting Point. Melting yes. point. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it behaves more like Melting Point, where after the damage is done, they, they incur more damage. But anyway, it's totally changed. Um, I feel a difference, but I'm not... Like going off the rails if they've ruined the class. I'm not and saying I'm, they ruined the class. All I'm saying is that I don't appreciate making design decisions based on without your approval anti-competitiveness. <laughs> if anything, they should be like, how do we make this more competitive, higher skill cap, as opposed to the other way around? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I know we're short on time, but how would you have addressed that data, Sean? Well, What's I wouldn't have solution? addressed it because well, oh, that's the thing good. is like, the, well, I guess one, you'll be happy. No, because no one was complaining about it. Everyone was I, happy. Fine. I was one of them. Like it bothered me. Who? Okay, what so here's my you? thing: is like trip mines, blade dancers, golden gun, whatever. They bother. Oh, me. and shoulder on. charges bother you. Yeah, they do. Bother and I so did the warlocks. Like orb of death bother you. I know. You? I'm just illustrating a point that <laughs> they're they were getting more kills. How would you address that? Since the it does say they are outbalanced. What would you do instead? Get more skill. <laughs> oh, I see. You you'd tell. Yeah, that doesn't make get sense. Get better right? at the game. That's like literally, it's you That's got a, a game, point. whatever. Let's say you're it's a platform game, and you look at the design, and you have like seven characters, and there's two characters that always die more than the others in this platform game. They jump, they float, they behave differently. And you look at the data, and you say, you know what? Too bad if you love those characters, and you probably just have to get better. That's not what the data is saying. It's actually saying those characters might need some changes. But I, we don't know what the data is saying, to use your point against me, is that we don't know what the data right. set actually says. I don't know if it was the trip mine. I don't mm-hmm. know what it was, but those two classes are over-indexing is all I'm saying. And so unless you have a solution, let's Here's let the it ride like, and see what happens. we got to wrap it up, guys. So <laughs> final point. Final point if you got people, it. He, this is a you fun got, discussion. All right. Well, this episode uh, has been dedicated to Grant, who no longer listens to the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh Guys, thank you for joining me. One thing I have to say about Rise of Iron, it has definitely invigorated our excitement for Destiny yet again. And you can see it in the community also. So I'm always happy for new news. We've got a carrot on a stick now. Yeah. There was nothing at the the end for a while. So, no, I'm super excited. 3% increase to movement speed. You know. Yes. I would uh, also mention, like, That's a world bring up joke. the other classes. Don't bring down the one class. Yeah, we there also... That's n- how I'd fix it. Yeah, all right, get off that. <laughs> they address, <laughs> they address that in his statement. We've moving on. Argument. We don't know exactly when the next big things are coming, but mm-hmm. given that there's not, you know, that many months left, hopefully the, the coming weekly updates will be good. We know Bungie Day is coming up. We do know that yeah, on Fireteam Chat they talked about, um, mm-hmm. you know, the moments of triumph. They were going to announce exactly how it works. It actually showed yeah. up um, in a tab, it looked like. So it was, it's coming, mm-hmm. but you know, you're going to get your emblem and moments of triumph they're going to talk about. But I can't wait to see more gameplay. I'm just curious. We will. We, we, Soon. Soon, yeah. Maybe That's all they said. That's all they told us. Oh, he said yeah. soon, or they said soon. But um, I, I want to see actual like gameplay from the Plaguelands. Like I'm dying to see it. I hope it doesn't take until Gamescom or August to see it. But we sort of saw it. We sort of saw it in the trailer. But I mean, like yeah. significant. I know what gameplay. you mean. I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Not pre-cut camera angles and stuff. Right. So, Brand, anything you want to plug before we go? No. We had that plug. All right. Well, until next time, <laughs> Guardians, Guardians out. out. Do you want to do it again? Come on. Wait, what? We, we can do better than that. That's because you, your segue is like... I don't know how to... Here's how, how do I alert you? Let All right, Sean, Fran, All right. yes. we're going to do the outro now. Let me do this one. <laughs> That's the end of our show this week. Thank right. you, everybody. And guys, are you ready for the big finish as always? Let's do it. All right, until next time, Guardians, Guardians out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.